0: Club, and you ain't in it, full of psychopaths who believe in you, Jenny, it's a evil Club, and you ain't in it, full of
1: psycho who believe in you,
0: Jenny, it's a evil Club, and you ain't in it. T- Tony, can you hear me?
1: I can hear you.
0: Okay, good. All right, brother.
1: All right, uh, reality's odds, episode eight, I believe.
0: Episode eight. Yes. All right, oh- all right brother how you doing doing?
1: i'm doing pretty good i'm ready to be blackpilled by a bunch of um, food shortages and monetary deflation and all this other stuff you're going to throw my way
0: i'm gonna do that next episode i've only started like there's so much i don't want to i don't want to underdo it or i don't want (laughs) to i found a few articles though and so there's a couple things i could share with you but jesus dude this is This is getting fucking serious. I agree. Uh, The things that I found uh, from a few different spots, uh, one of them was talking about... So my problem is that I can't prove the things that I'm hearing. So like from this one guy, some some of the stuff I can, some some of them are like cited sources, but another one I just found a video. Young dude, uh, probably like 25, talking about his dad... um, I think it's his dad or his friend's dad. Anyways, who cares? Somebody in agriculture that's been in agriculture their entire life, basically, their entire adult life, they've been a farmer, right? Yes. He's he's saying that he was approached by the government, telling him, we will pay you... uh, We will pay you one and a half times what you normally would sell it for if you destroy all of your crops. If you don't, we will not give you your subsidies. So... I like. I guess the way it works is like, when the farmer goes to sell all his crops, right? Um, they tax him up the a hole, and then they give him tax subsidies, and so he gets that back, and that's the only way he makes money. Uh, so they're telling him, you you can go ahead and sell that food, but you're not going to get any tax subsidies. We're not going to pay basically reimburse you. You're just going to have to pay us a shit ton of money. So he'll actually lose money if he sells the food, but they'll pay him one and a half times what it's worth and the subsidies if he destroys the food. Well, that's a one time purchase, though, because after that, he's not getting any
1: money. Like, we'll all be dead.
0: Uh huh. Well, see, that's the thing, dude. So he's saying that several of his friends have been approached, and that's been like several of his other farmer friends, and that's just a thing. So I want to do, like, I can't prove that that's real because I just heard some asshole talking about it. I, I, we need to talk to a farmer, you know, and maybe it's only in Nebraska or something where they're doing corn or something. I don't know, but
1: there is a lot
0: of hearsay
1: in that world. And like, it's like hard to say, because I think some of it's true. It wouldn't be the first famine that was engineered for sure. But uh, yeah, it's a tough call. I mean, it's good to, it's good to have on the radar for sure. And it's good to, I feel like if you're that farmer, like we have to figure out a way around that because like you might get that money this year but next year you're gonna get a bullet in the head you're gonna get a prison cell or
0: well here's the thing my dude like this is like see the problem is that all this is undercover and so like people don't know the shit is happening because if it was what we need to do is agorist we need to get the community together we need to go to that farmer and say okay tell the government you destroyed it we'll pay you cash for the for the veggies we'll get them out of here You know what I mean? We need to do something like that or we'll buy it under the table so you won't have to pay any taxes on it. Like, we need to be making connections with these farmers. Completely.
1: You know, I was thinking about this. This is kind of related, but just like kind of West Coast politics, Californian politics, people from around the country get annoyed at this shit. And I can understand it, the woke nonsense, but a lot of this stuff is designed, and it was it was like thrusted upon the people here. Like it, it, has been a propaganda attack, but it's designed to break down systems. And California produces a shitload of food for the rest of the country, so people there are, are a bread basket. About, yeah, yeah, people are talking about like, oh fuck California, you know what I mean? Just let's build a wall around it, whatever, without realizing that. You know, like, a good 20-30% of all national food comes from that one state.
0: See, I don't know if it's still the case, but especially when I lived in California, they would tell us things like, California is the fifth largest economy in the world, period. Like, and I was like, holy shit. I California is, like, one of the biggest fucking output you know, like, outputters of, like, almonds, this, that, the other, grapes, wine, like, Everything comes out of California.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if you were to attack America, I mean, basically, if you want to attack any country, the best way to win a war is just to stop its population. That That's a very ancient yeah. and well-used tactic.
0: But so the, you're you... thinking small fries right now, buddy, because, like, I'm seeing this shit happening all over the world. Like, I saw another video of, like, these uh, Turkish farmers who are just sitting there shrugging their shoulders and there's piles of tomatoes and cucumbers and onions and they're saying, the government's ordering us to destroy this. I don't think that this is, I don't think that there's going to be a, um, I don't think there's going to be a safe place is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think this is global. This is completely fucking arranged. I don't think there's going to be any respite.
1: No, unfortunately, this. I I agree that it is global, um, but it does seem like California is a strategic point in it. And just it'd be kind of interesting to see where other countries are being attacked more heavily, and whether or not they're food sources or information hubs or like, what's like the military advantage of attacking certain areas versus other areas.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean. The, the sort of the way I see it is, like, they're trying to attack this on all fronts, and that's sort of what I want to get together, because, like, there's, def, there's definitely some people that are, like, talking about the food, as far as, like, if you listen... Have you listened at all to the Ice Age Farmer?
1: Um, I've been meaning to. I haven't gotten around to him yet, though.
0: Dude, he's dropping some black pills like a son of a bitch. Just yeah. talking about, like, just basically them destroying the food infrastructure, and how we are getting ready for a solar minimum. Uh, But like what they're trying to do right now is they're really pushing laws where they're trying to affect like animal husbandry in a way that is going to change the way we've raised animals forever. So like, since the dawn of time they're they're trying to push it as like humane and they're trying to push it as like um meat meat is bad for you first of all it gives you cancer meat also is bad for the environment meat has a high carbon footprint and also it's cruel and evil and you have to torture the animals to kill them to eat the meat so we need to switch to what Lab the meat. Impossible burgers. And impossible burgers. And that's the big push. And so, like, dude, there was a bill that they were trying to pass in Oregon. They were saying that, like, we wouldn't be able to, like, grow, fuck it. I'll, I'll have to look at look at that again. But it was hardcore, dude.
1: Yeah, we weren't allowed to kill animals. We had to wait for them to die of natural causes. Yeah,
0: some crazy fucking shit like that. Dude, like... Yeah, that I, like... would
1: starve a lot of people. That would make meat it, inaccessible to uh, a lot of people.
0: So it, I don't think they want us to starve, but they do want us to hurt and they want us to be hungry. And this is what I see happening. And tell me if I'm wrong. Like the way they're pushing things like, like – because you and I had talked about this earlier too – they're trying to uh, make vaccines into food. They're trying to put vaccines into food. They're going to try to genetically modify like a fucking tomato to give you a vaccine. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They don't, they want to get us off conventional anything. They want to get us off being able to grow our own food or be in any way sustainable or have any other options, but by their pharma dog shit bullshit.
1: Well, yeah, I think they're trying to domesticate us. They're trying to control us it's um it's really interesting because we've been told like there's all this climate change problems there's gonna be people move like like when you look at the like people are everywhere on this planet from the ice caps to the equator like we found a way to grow food live gather whatever we need so the idea that like there's going to be like this slight change, and that's going to destroy everything. It's complete nonsense, unless you're looking at it from the perspective of you want complete control over everyone. And then it becomes like you want to really control things. So you want to make sure the climate's going to be all nice and stable because any fluctuation means a fluctuation. It means like a vulnerability in your control. And this is, yeah. it just seems like an extension of that.
0: Yeah. So this is an episode that I want us to have maybe next week where we go fucking deep. And I'm going to try to get a bunch of different things together because it, it's not just the food. It's also the surveillance state. And they're talking about, like we've talked about it before, the Internet of Things. And things like smart toilets that will be able to know what you just shit.
1: Get your asshole gonna be print. smart.
0: Uh Uh-huh, there's going to be smart refrigerators that are going to know what you put in there, how often you open that refrigerator, how many vegetables are you eating. There's going to be, like, it's going to be all part of a social credit system. It's all going to be about, like, insurance, your health insurance. Have you eaten what we told you to eat? Have you eaten your smart kale? You know, like, you're going to have to eat so much fucking weird genetically modified tomatoes because they say that that's good for you and well,
1: yeah just like any other animal on the feedlot
0: Hmm. yeah man that's basically what they're doing they're tagging us and they're putting they're wanting to chip us microchip us and fucking if we're not already if yeah. we're not already yeah, I was talking to some folks earlier today, and um, we were discussing like vac- the possibility of vaccine shedding. And they just were like, that's completely fake. That's complete bullshit. And so I was like, okay. And I sent them an article on self-disseminating vaccines. And I said, because this person is also like a libertarian, right? So yeah. I was like, so do you trust the government? They're like, no. Do you trust the media? No. Do they lie to us? Yes. You know, I was like, uh, and you see the propaganda of them trying to get us all vaccinated. Yes. I was like, okay, now read this fucking article and look up self-disseminating vaccines. I was like, they have, they're capable of it. They have the motivation to do it. They have the technology to do it. Why the fuck do you think they wouldn't? And I was like, and then he just like, she just shut the fuck up and didn't say another thing. Well, it does sound like science fiction. Like, I,
1: like, that's, like, it's just so fucking crazy. Like, I get why people are just like, okay, like, that doesn't seem real to me. And it does seem like, like, I, you can't be a crazy conspiracy theory anymore because reality is just, like, outpacing us. No
0: well, even I, just I'm to keep like, sanity, dude, sometimes people have to be like, that's not real. That can't be real. <laughs> like, like I've yeah. had friends before that like I I'd start dropping some hard fucking like black pills or red pills or whatever the fuck it is and they just they'd stop me. They'd be like, Look, dude, I know you believe what you believe. You're not lying to me right now. And it and then say, like, I know that you're smart and you actually do the research. I know that you are more educated on this topic than I am, but I have to not think that that's true because if i think that's true i i can't like just i won't be able to sleep tonight i won't be able to just go with you know just go on the next day and i'm like okay i guess i have to respect that you know like there are normies for a fucking reason you know and how many of them I, i okay i've heard this specific thing saying it's like it's impossible to wake someone up that's pretending to be asleep. Well, think I think that a, one, they're laying there, fucking, they're awake, but they're closing their eyes like so tightly and just laying there while you're poking them and shit. Like you're not gonna get them to wake up because they are pretending to be asleep. Well, yeah, because it's a monster right
1: there, right by yeah. the bed, and it's terrifying. And I, yeah, I completely get not wanting to look at this. And realistically, like if, if you're not ready to deal with this problem, I mean, I don't know what the fuck to do with vaccine shedding. <laughs> I can't avoid yeah. people because they've been vaccinated. I'm just surrounded by that. So it's shedding. I don't know how it's affected me. This cleanses people are doing, they may or may not work. We'll find out. Who knows?
0: Uh, my mom keeps trying to call me dear can you text my mom and see what's going on sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: your... what's up invite your mom on the show
0: oh i will someday dude she'll go hard like she's got conspiracy theories she's a christian zionist and we can like talk to her about what she thinks is going to happen in revelation in the end times dude so she'll drop some like, crazy christian... hammers
1: what
0: does crazy, uh, a Christian Zionist, is not like... Uh, it's how I was raised. I was raised as a Christian Zionist. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, I want to say that this started around, like, the 1920s, probably around the time, uh, like, Zionism really started taking up in, like, Palestine. And they, those specific Jews and the Christians... They didn't really get along. Jews and Christians for basically eternity really didn't get along. And uh, it seems like some smart Jews started like manipulating Christians into thinking like it's this whole weird fucking mindset where they basically get Christians to like get on their side and say we need to rebuild. Okay, in a nutshell, at the end of the Bible it says that Uh, Jesus is not going to come back until the temple is built for a third time. Okay. So the temple in Israel needs to be built uh, a third time. And then the antichrist is going to come and then like a rapture. And then Jesus is going to come back. And so basically these people think that they have to basically like eat, israel's ass and do everything israel says and it's basically the american like conservatives that like wave an israeli flag and just say well fuck the palestinians uh it's those people and that's my mom
1: so so then from her perspective because they to me i would think that if you believe that then you would not want the third palace to be built because that would be the end of the world and the Antichrist comes back and yeah it yes the ending, but,
0: but Jesus is gonna come back and then because they see the they see the the world being shitty right now okay yeah, they see but... the world it's like being just like full of like what they see is the most evil stuff like Sodom and Gomorrah and there's like uh little boys that are dancing at gay clubs and stuff and getting dollars thrown at them and they think that, like, basically Satan is running Earth, which, I mean, I think he probably is, but... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, but, um, so they want, they're basically accelerationists, dude. They're like collapsitarians. They're like, we need to, uh, we need to uh, support Israel. We need to have this temple built. We need to, like, get the end of the world going so that we can get Jesus to come back faster. But, like, Jesus was really clear about that No man knows the time. He says, I don't even know. Only God the Father knows. I'm a
1: procrastitarian. I want to put off the end of the world.
0: Well, dude, what's even crazier is like, we could do an entire episode about this. Did you know that Mike Pence believes all of this? And so did uh, Mike Pompeo. Uh, These guys were in charge of our government and foreign policy. These are, these guys were accelerationists and wanted to see this shit happen and that's why they were orchestrating some of the shit that was going on in the Middle East. That in their head they were Christian Zionists and they're like we're bringing Jesus back. Now, let's see what we can do to destroy the fucking Muslims. They were yeah, doing these, this in a religious crazy fucking way. These people are in charge. I think uh,
1: the most successful people are the most crazy people. I think that like I show me a really rational person and that person will not be successful in life. Like you need a little bit of fucking crazy to be the vice president.
0: Yeah. Something. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought it was absolutely nuts, dude, because like normies don't understand what Christian Zionism is. And, uh, and so like people that do understood that they were like Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo are some of the most dangerous psycho fucks in the world. And it's absolutely outrageous that they're in charge of the U.S. government.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I I don't think you're going to get good people in charge. I think it's actually kind of good that people are starting to realize that now. I think that we had way too much respect for people in political office. For way too long, it's like wait, like and just like there's so much transparency now about just all the fucking bullshit people believe and what they do and
0: just yeah. But my problem is this, man. I'm gonna drop another black pill on you. They think that they, if they had the ring, that they would make a better choice. And so, it's it's crazy. Like all these fucks, they know the government is shit, and they know that whatever it is but they think if they elect the right people then it'll be different this time and that's that's on the right and on the left that's the constitutionalists and the social democrats you know it's like this it's it's just uh, yeah it's yeah so-
1: yeah. the most horrible things are done with the best of intentions I mean no one ever wants to be the villain no one wants to be the bad guy but it's people who really believe in a cause they're gonna bring about some great utopia. They just have to, you know, crack a few eggs and kill a couple of people.
0: Yeah. Just so a few cool. eggs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, bomb some people here, do some shit there. A couple of psyopses.
0: What do you what do you think is going on in Israel and Palestine right now? I guess there's some ceasefire, but that is pretty recent. I think that happened, what, Friday? They had a ceasefire? Yeah, I think that,
1: I mean, it does feel like it's being um, propagated at this point. I can't believe there's just this natural animosity between these people that blasted my entire lifetime. It just doesn't feel like you could hold that much hate. It feels like if people are just left to their own devices, they're going to be like, okay, okay clearly we're all better (laughs) off if we stop killing each other we'll find some way to get like along like I just it doesn't feel like you could just continuously go to war with the same people generation after generation and not be I mean with all the other shit going on in the world too I'm very highly suspect that it's not being it's not what we're being told like there's people behind the scenes doing shit
0: there's All definitely people it. behind the scenes doing shit. Um, I've done some pretty deep research into Israel and Palestine, and so I have my own thoughts and feelings about it. Um, it's an interesting situation that's going on over there, and it, I mean, basically, you can blame you can blame the British Empire. The British Empire really fucks. Fucked up everything, dude. The entire world's issues and problems, most of them go back to the fucking British Empire.
1: Yeah, but I do feel like at this point, I mean, like when I look at all the um, tensions, the race relations here, and just how, um, just how manufactured it is,
0: dude. Again, British Empire. You want me to tell you how?
1: So like, for like. <laughs> you're gonna blame like uh like racial ideology
0: and every yeah and uh what's what is it called identity politics every every single thing yes i'm gonna blame that on the british empire but okay
1: but also these are just tactics that work and they were used that's how they got to be an empire
0: And yes but those tactics were tried and they were perfected by the british colonialists uh imperialists, and they, and then they were brought to America. It's fucking crazy.
1: We're still working on them. I mean, what the amount of, um, just
0: though they're working perfectly, dude. They are working perfectly exactly the way they want them to work. They're working right now.
1: Well, good. I'm glad that working out as planned.
0: Um, yeah, they're killing it. The lizard people that are sitting back with their feet up, drinking whiskey, well, drinking adrenochrome and fucking a kid right now, they are killing it. They're loving life. They got a corpse in office that does whatever the fuck he says. Dude, I fe- I, I got to send you this photo. I don't know how to do it while we're on this. Uh, send but it there's a it. Okay, I'll send it afterwards. I'll just explain it to you. There's this picture of fucking Joe Biden sitting there uh, driving looking cool in his sunglasses. And then you can kind of see in the background there's a second fucking uh, there's a second fucking steering wheel and there's a guy a secret service guy that's actually driving the car. Yeah. And they're like a more perfect analogy does not exist. This is absolutely perfect. And it's just like, here's Joe Biden pretending that he's in charge while the guys in the back are fucking really steering the ship. And it's, dude, God damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the actors, I think that that's becoming pretty apparent right now. Um,
0: I mean, Joe Biden doesn't been... know he's an actor. I mean, he used to. I mean, because he would really put on shows. He was great at it. I don't think that that man is sentient anymore. He might not be I think he's out of his goddamn mind They just feed him pudding And then like when they have to put him on camera They just like give him 12 babies To eat and then he drinks them real fast And then they put the camera on him
1: What a wild way to go out man Just like (laughs) Probably really confusing Just like why are all these people in my living room
0: Where am I Can I have ice cream Yeah it's Fucked up
1: they probably got he got all that brain surgery done a little while ago and i just wonder if they put a little electrode in his brains that just zap dopamine in them when he does something they like
0: yeah they train him like a dog when he yeah. does something good they give him a yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah like, there's some guy with like two buttons and just push them like one's bad one's good
0: or do you think they've already uploaded him to the fucking to the matrix and so that's just his shell going like, there's just a little bit left, and they just, like, direct it to, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I think he's been
1: doing that job for so long that he can do it literally on autopilot. Um, yeah. You know, like, there's a sort of muscle memory to it. So he'll get up there on stage, and he'll sound good for, like, five minutes or something. But then Not like even, some dude. Crazy shit, and you can just tell he's not quite there, and it's... Man, I feel bad for him, like, falling up the stairs at the, when Gosh. I saw that, even though, like, he's... Fucking like Potter makes like fuck
0: him, but then the memes me were like an old dude so good. Dude, the memes were so good, they were so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's it is weird because he's hard to make fun of. Like, there's so many memes that I want to make, but he's he's an oddly sympathetic character because he's so old and pathetic you know like you can't really go that hard on him you can go way meaner with kamala but dude joe biden it's it's like picking on a uh, on a kid you know like on a mentally handicapped kid or something it's like you can't go hard on a mentally handicapped kid or else you're going to look like a dick like
1: well, he is a gangster, too. I mean, no doubt about it. He is a fucking legit gangster. Like, he used that position to enrich himself, his family. I mean, the idea that his kid is getting $50,000 get through just extortion a month. That's a lot of fucking money. Every month. And that's just one. That's just one fucking thing.
0: Well, if you listen, Monica Perez was like she thought he was faking it. She thought that he was putting on a show that he was actually senile and that he's sharp as a tack when the cameras turn off. And I'm like, I don't know if I buy that. (laughs) But that's fucking funny to think about. That was
1: was what people thought about George Bush. Uh, He kind of of dumbed himself down to be more likable. And I think that was true with him. But I don't think you can do that when you're 78. I think there's a certain amount of like if you start acting dumb when you're seventy eight, you become dumb real fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I, mean,
1: I know at my age, if I start acting dumb for too long, I'll become dumb. And I you know, I, I imagine it just gets worse. Like you can't rebound from stuff. Like you have to yeah, you know, when you're a little kid, like you can bounce between those worlds really fast, and just as you age, it becomes hotter and hotter. <clears> you just become who you pretend to be.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Ah, uh, what were we talking about before this? There was some oh, shit. We world were
1: hunger down. and all this other shit.
0: Um, world hunger, and we were talking about oh, Israel Palestine. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that, man? What do you think is going on?
1: I think that there's definitely people trying to create conflict there for whatever reason. Um, it's probably really good just to sell weapons to people. Like, at the end of the day, people are manufacturing weapons and they want to sell them. And if if we don't have a war, then it's kind of a bad business model. Like You wanted that shit to get destroyed. I, I don't know exactly what the end goal is, but it just doesn't feel... Because it's just, just it, this shit just comes out of nowhere where all of a sudden we'll have all of these this tension and stuff and yeah. clearly like clearly it's not helping the people there, it's not helping the Israelis, it's not helping the Arabs, it's just Palestinians.
0: Well, there's two things that I think it could be. uh there's the long version and the long version is basically something like this that area that was palestine right was owned by a bunch of rich sheiks this was in the ottoman empire this was like basically feudalistic right and so these rich guys that would like these rich rich sheiks would own all this property and then you could live there but you'd pay you know like homage right you have to pay a little bit of money or rent and then you could just live there forever with your family. Right. So there was people that had been living on that property for generations, like literally, like there are some families that like, we've been here for 800 years. My family grew these olive trees. My family planted these olive trees and they've been here for 800 years. And, what happened was around the turn of the century, this is when the big Zionist movement was happening. This was also around the same time that like, communism was happening and collectivism was happening. And there was all these radical ideologies that were going around. And uh, one of the radical left ideologies – oh, there was right Zionists too. But anyways, long story short, Zionism was a big thing where these Jews basically wanted to have a homeland. And they wanted to have a homeland because, like, in Eastern Europe, dude, it was fucking gnarly. There was pogroms like crazy. Like, if you do the research into that, like, you actually start really feeling bad for the Jews that lived in Eastern Europe. Because, like, you could, have, you could just have a house and 20 people could show up at your door and just because you're a Jew, knock your fucking door down, rape your wife in front of you chop your kids up like like make you watch the whole thing like sodomize you then set you on fire or like some horrible fucking just the most atrocious terrible things you can think of and they would they would do this for like days they would just go through like a a Jewish village and just kill 200 people and so like you I totally understand and sympathize for those Jews that lived in like the Ukraine that lived all over Eastern Europe, Poland, all that area, because they were getting pogromed. So they were looking for a homeland, and it, there was actually a couple places that uh, they had considered, and a couple places that were offered. Like there was like a big chunk of America they could have taken. Like they were considering like I think Ohio or, or I don't know some like like Wisconsin. They were thinking about taking a little chunk there. Uh, but then I also heard that, like, a big part of New Zealand was offered to them. They could have just taken a chunk of New Zealand. Um, and I don't know how they decided on taking back their homeland. But I think that that was, like, the one, that's the place where they wanted to go, right? So around the turn of the century, about 1910s, uh, lots of Jews started flooding there. And this is actually... Uh, This is where people call me a conspiracy theorist, but it's true and it's documented. The Rothschilds were in on this because they were very, very rich Zionists. And they started uh, going to those sheiks while this was still the Ottoman Empire and saying, we want to buy this land from you. Can we buy this piece of property from you? And so they would start buying up this property and then evicting the people that had been living there for 800 years, 400 years Right. And so this is like the beginning of this conflict that started there, because like if you go by like Lockean principles, like like who toiled that land, who built, you know, built the houses on it, who homesteaded that property. Like so it's almost I feel bad for the Palestinians that were living on that land. But the Jews, I guess, did buy the property from the title owner, but can you really respect that property when it was like a feudalistic society? Like it wasn't rightfully owned or operated, you know, it was like stolen property, the crown owned it. And, you know, so I, it gets, it gets like weird that way. Right. And so it, it goes even, so it goes even more than that. So then they started like bringing more and more Jews in so, like, you have to think about this. Who are these Jews that are coming in? They're, like, white, European, like, colon- like colonizers, basically, that are, like, coming to this land that, like, these people have just been, like, fucking goat herders and olive growers and fishermen. You know? They- these are basically, like, you know what I'm saying? Just... And- yeah, I mean,
1: okay, so, I think I-, I can sympathize with that and I think that that has a lot of like I could see that being an origin to a lot of this stuff but also just how you tell the story so we have a lot of diff, like we have a lot of strife in this country based upon just like people's origins how they came here what happened to when people came here and it's like that is the source for a lot of tensions we have But also it's exploited like that or like these origin stories are exploited by certain people to keep us divided. Where it's like that happened 120 years ago or something.
0: Okay, but why it's still fresh is because it's still going on. Like because this would be like why this is such an ugly thing and the world is like so focused on it. It's like what if America was doing to the Native Americans that they did, you know, 200 years ago? What if it was happening right now? And everyone was watching it happen. That like that's because it's happening this second is why it's such a fucking ugly, weird thing. Because yeah, we I mean, we're better so, than that and we think that like history is behind us and that we've progressed and we haven't.
1: Well, I mean part of this like I don't know really what's going on because I'm not there. So and I've heard different stories, and one day I'm like, okay, like, it's clearly this side's fault, and then the other end of the week I'm like, oh, wait a minute, like, it's these other jerks. So I, I don't really know what it feels like to be over there.
0: Well, I, so...
1: It, oh, sorry, go ahead. So I just, so I just want to say, like, like, who is exasperated, like, like, a hundred, like, do you... Things are still going on to some extent, I'm sure, but and I'm sure, like just like the militarization doesn't help at all. It feels like you got one side that's very like it seems like there's a lot of tension that's built up, and a lot of people gain a lot of political power by just creating these like wars. And I feel like like what else can be created there that's not a war machine? Whether it be like kind of like a tribal terrorist cell organization or more for like a structured military, like something we would have like the U S government. I mean,
0: so so what like is the- it about that area that they're fighting over so hard? I mean, I do understand if it was religious, but the majority of those Jews dude, they're not even religious. They're secular as fuck. Like, there are some religious Jews that, like, so I'll go back to, so the next part of that is where the British Empire gets involved. And this is why it gets, this is why I blame the British Empire. Okay. Because if, if the Jews had just been buying some property, actually the Jews and some of the Palestinians that were living there uh, were fucking getting along, actually. The Palestinians actually welcomed them as brothers, and that's the saddest thing. If you actually go back and hear like some of the transcripts or like some of the things that were said, like the, those the Muslims were like, oh, you are you're our fucking blood brothers. Like we accept you as brothers from from Abraham, because like in the Bible, it says that Abraham was supposed to be the father of many children. Right. He was supposed to be the origin of the Jews. OK. And he was supposed to marry a woman named he was married to a woman named Sarah. Now God kept telling him, look, you're going to have kids. You're going to have so many kids. It's going to be like numerous. as like stars in the sky as much, as much as like there's sand on the beach. That's how many your descendants are going to be. And now he's pushing 80 and he's like, God, what are you talking about, dude? And he's like, and God just says, look, trust me or don't. And he's like, okay, I trust you. And he didn't really trust God. So he, So he's looking at his maid and he's like, well, my maid is nice and young. Maybe she can bear me a kid. And her name is what was you remember?
1: Uh, It was like, it was like Hagar or something.
0: Agar. Yeah. Yeah. Agar. Anyway. So he smashes Agar. She gets knocked up. She's Egyptian and he bears a child that I can't remember the name of and It doesn't matter. Ishmael. Long story short out of Ishmael, out of Ishmael's line, they they go off into the woods and they supposedly, or out into the boonies in in the desert, they create the Muslims, they create the Palestinians, they create that whole, the Arabs, okay? And from, so he does knock up Sarah, Sarah has a baby, and then the line of Jews come from there. And so if you believe that, then they are, all descendants of Abraham, and so the Muslims believe that, and so do the and so do the Jews. And so, the, like it's it's very sad that like they do have an origin story that is similar, and they have beliefs that are similar, and they could be brothers, and they refuse to. So here's where the British Empire gets involved. British Empire gets involved because after World during World War One, they want to. They're looking at the Ottoman Empire and licking their chops, and they're like, "We want to." And all the, the great powers are looking at the Ottoman Empire and saying, we want that, right? And the Ottoman Empire was stupid and decided to go with Germany, with the Kaiser. And so now uh, the Ottoman Empire is at odds with the French and British and Russians and Americans in World War I. And the Brits start promising that land to too many people. So there are there are these really rich uh, Muslims that are in Saudi Arabia, right? I can trace back their line all the way to their lines, uh, all the way back to uh, like Muhammad, and so they're like the Saud families or whatever the fuck they are, right? <laughs> And they look at the Ottomans, actually, because they were Turkish. They look at them as invaders. And so, like, they actually don't get along. So the British convince those Arabs to start a coup and fight the Ottomans from the inside. And they promise them different chunks of property, right? So they promise this one guy a chunk of Jordan, they promised this other guy a chunk of of Israel. Like they, they told them they were gonna split it up and give them land, okay? So then the they promised the the Jews that were living in Israel, they promised them that land. Then they promised France that land too. So like so like Britain was like running out of like iron. And they were, so they're basically running out of bullets and they were like freaking out. And so they just started like making promises to everybody to keep everybody fighting because they thought they were going to lose. So World War One ends, the Ottoman Empire ends, and now everybody goes to Britain and says, okay, we're ready for our land. And they go, oh yeah. And they gave uh, Jordan and like in some of the, in like Lebanon and all that shit, they gave that to the French and they gave Israel basically to, uh, to the Jews and left out the Palestinians. And so it was this weird, like, like th- they were calling it like neutral land and they were like, you guys can split it kind of. And, it, and so it was this weird, like nowhere land. And, and, Anyways long story short it was Britain's Fucking fault because all of These people feel like they now have A An actual claim to the land because Britain said it was theirs like the Jews Will say it's like uh, The Belfort document or Belfort declaration that says That like no the land is ours They promised us a state and then The Palestinians will say Well no they promised us that this was Ours and
1: Well, okay, yeah, so that's typical, like, ender empire behavior, where people are just trying to sell off things to multiple people, just, they're fucking going down, and they're desperate, so that makes sense, and it's probably the same shit going on today, it's probably just people behind the scenes, for whatever reason, they're, like, desperate, and just like, hey, I can get these guys, I fight in or I can try to get this piece of land over here and sell it three or four times to different people ah <laughs> uh, yeah that's fucked man that's a fucked up story though
0: it is a fucked up story dude and it's it actually pretty sad uh, because yeah it's it's really sad because they got fucked man and they took a lot of risk fighting the Ottomans and uh, they got they, they basically just got fucked over like the Palestinians got fucked over more than anybody else. I mean, you know,
1: and... I was gonna say like, we're still like over there trying to get other people to fight wars for us in those areas, like, and we're like, oh, like we're in Afghanistan or whatever, and we're like, we we we're having trouble like getting them to fight our wars for them. And, like, you wonder why? Not to say like Afghanistan and Israel are the same place, but. Like we're well, doing dude, that all over the Middle East. We're doing that in so many different areas. And, I mean, like, it's the story.
0: For... Yeah, but uh, what America does to the Kurds all the fucking time. Do like, you remember, like back at, when it was Iraq and Iran fighting in like the eighties? We we started that by telling the Kurds, like, "Hey, we got your back. We'll help you out." And so we got all these like Kurds to come from Iran to fight Iraq and started the war between Iraq and Iran. And then as soon as that, as soon as they got the war started, we took uh, Iraq side and let them get slaughtered. And that's when we installed Saddam Hussein in the bath party. And we did that again with them
1: at the end of the original, like nineties Gulf war where we just basically abandoned the Kurds again we we're like, yeah, hey, go fight Hussein. And then we got yeah. Your back.
0: And nope. dude, what did we just do again in fucking in Syria? We did it to the Kurds again. Like, why any fucking people would ever believe America, ever, Def- is beyond me. Definitely not the Kurds, man. Yeah, it, when we make promises to like indigenous brown people, we're going to lie to you. That's that's what's happening next. We're just we're manipulating you. We're trying to get something from you. Then we're gonna take everything we can, and we're gonna throw you to the wolves. That's time old fucking story.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it's shitty. Um, yeah. We shouldn't be over that. We shouldn't. Just just one of many many reasons why we should not be over that. We we're not doing any good to those people. You ever see Afghanistan in the seventies?
0: No, I I have seen the I have seen the pictures of like Iran in the seventies.
1: Same where, thing. Yeah. Very fucking. It just looks like a normal place.
0: Yeah, they were like scientists, and there was like women in like fucking like nice dresses, and people all dressed up nice, and they looked like they were ready to go do a disco, and like they just looked like happy go lucky people. And now you look at them and it's like backwards bullshit. Yeah, I've done a lot of research on Iran, too. And that's a fucking, that's a tragic story, too. That's the Dulles brothers. That's the CIA. Like, all of that shit can also be tied back to the CIA as well. So I, I blame England a lot. And I do put a big chunk of blame on England. But you also have to blame the Dulles brothers and the CIA.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of times things just get out of hand. I think that they I think that people sell these ideas that they can control people and they can conquer this piece of land and control this territory. And then people stand up to it. Like we're not like the good and bad part about it is that our military is not as powerful as it thinks it is. Like, they have tanks, they have fucking weapons that are just mind-numbingly fucking awesome and terrifying and amazing. And But they're not necessarily the most practical things if you want to, like, occupy an area. And people, do you stand up to them?
0: No, they're great at conquering. But they're not good at occupying.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you just want to blow up a fucking piece of land, then yeah, we can do that.
0: Yeah, we can do the shock and awe but then try to hold it. That's like Afghanistan in a nutshell. Like they've shocked and odd and fucked that place up a million times. And then what? Like you're trying to like put this goat farmer in a, in a fucking army uniform and teach him how to use a gun. And then when you don't look, he shoots you and runs off with a gun. Like, and then he goes back and fucks his goat and, he, like, he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he doesn't want to do what you tell him to do. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, I'm going to go live my own fucking life. Bye. Yeah. I, there's something There's something that, I mean, there's awful, also some really terrible things that, out of Afghanistan. But there's also some things about Afghanistan where I, like, they're fucking, like, you know those memes, like, become ungovernable? Dude. Yeah. Those guys got that down. Yeah. <laughs> They're like fuck you. Well and
1: and they they understand that government is just fucking mafia. Like it's obvious. Like it's obvious that we're just there to god poppies and that's why we have a fucking opium fucking problem in this country at this point. Like it's not a coincidence. And if you're there you realize that wait a minute, like these are just drug dealers. Yeah. So well
0: yeah. and it's more than that too. It's it's all the conflict minerals there. And that's what basically someone smarter than me explained to me that, like, why we'll never actually leave Afghanistan is because they have so many fucking crazy minerals there that we just won't let anyone else have. Because if we leave, China's going to be in there. If we leave, Russia's going to be in there. And so, like, they're like, we can't let someone else have this. And so we keep trying to set up like a centralized government there that we can work with and be a pawn. Like, cause we want to make it look like we're leaving, right? We want to make it look like we're not going to be there anymore. So we're trying to set up a government that's strong and that has, you know, that's centralized that we can control and we can still like, you know, use them and take all the fucking minerals that we want. But we've tried that. If, we, if when we leave, the Taliban comes in, or this other people come in, or you know, like all these people that won't fucking play ball. So that means that we are literally going to have to stay there forever. Or not, or we really could just pack up and leave like we should, but we're not going to.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you might be right. Um, Yeah, it's like funny how we were supposed to leave Afghanistan once Trump left. Like, he just timed it right for when he was leaving. And, of course, that didn't happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he did time it just right so that it wouldn't be him that would have to, you know, I mean, or, I mean, maybe he thought he was going to win, right? He, He thought he was kicking the can down the road. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah.
1: Something something would have happened.
0: No, it's the it's the John Bolton's and Mike Pompeo's of the world, and that weren't going to let us pull out of there. Those fucks, those Christian Zionists. That like, so some of it, I think, like, so I go back and forth whether or not, like, because we can talk about Christian Zionism. I know that Mike Pompeo. Is a true believer, and I know Mike Pence is, but people like John Bolton, I think, have a different perspective and different motivations. Like, I think that they're just like power hungry, uh, America first. Like some, like I, I actually think that they're just more like Machia- Machiavellian, where they know somebody's going to be on top, so it might as well be us.
1: Well, I think they're all kind of like that to some degree, and then you. Can retrofit a belief system back into that, yeah but at the end of the day like to get that you really need to be very aware of how things are working and what you maximize your power, and if it works at like Christian Zionist or whatever belief system you have works, then you can go for it, but
0: um I feel well like what more can you... you yeah what more could you ask for? You're doing God's work. You're bringing Jesus back. You know, you could tell yourself that and sleep at night. And you're like, well, yes, I know we had to murder all these little children. But this is to bring back Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's used as a way of making yourself feel good about yourself. Like you did your good thing. And yeah, I'm sure everyone has some version of that. But at the end of the day, like you're just seeking power. Like they're all kind of. I I don't trust anyone who has that much power. No one should.
0: Uh, This is a black pill question for you. Okay. Now, if America stands down, if America decided to isolate at this point, and we both know what would happen, a vacuum would be created. And either Russia or China would come and try to fill the void. And maybe someone else, too, that we're not even thinking about. Is it better to have America filling that void? Hmm. Oh. Because I know that's what they tell themselves.
1: Well, okay, so I think that being there depletes us so much, too, though.
0: Give me Sorry, give me one second. What, son? Can you go get it? Give give me one second, kid. I know. I know, kid. Give me one second. Julian, dad's on a podcast. I'm sorry. I was not aware of the fact. I know. Okay. Love you, I mean, kid. There's $80. I got 160 Good. Do you have fun? called oh, 125 Okay. I'm really busting it down in the picture. All right. Sorry about that.
1: No problem. We'll get, sorry, get that sorry. out or whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I I think that that's how, like, that. this is what depletes empires. So we're an empire right now, and I just feel like we get greedy, and we can see, like, all of these minerals, and we can see the poppies, and we can see what we can get from them. But we don't see that all the resources were thrown into it. So I think, in a a way, I'd I'd rather have China occupying this shit, because it would fucking it would deplete their government. I'd rather be I think it's really important to have an actual defense system, which isn't a military, because I feel like militaries are, by nature, very offensive. Like, defense is so much more complicated than just having trained soldiers we have like the best military in the world it would be in completely psyopsed. so it's not really helping us.
0: so i'll push i'll give you a little bit more pushback uh, think about this so america has created a million fucking enemies a million fucking enemies and i can actually see that like people are drawing sides right now like they're getting ready for world war three this is happening like people are picking sides right now. China—it's basically going to come down to China and America, and who, whoever I guess Russia chooses. I don't know who Russia's side is going to be on. I feel like we we fucking treat Russia like shit, so probably Russia's. But Ru- I think Russia's more afraid of China. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: I think that basically. I think China's on their own. I feel like Russia's pretty. My understanding. They're pretty free market at this point they don't want to go back to being a fucking communist country
0: okay but wh- okay so back to me giving you pushback so let's say America pulled out we let China expand and basically dominate what they want to dominate do you think Like right now, how we are and our infrastructure is set up. We, we don't have the factories to build what we need in this country. We don't have anything because we have been so fat and happy. Like we don't even like, how do we get t-shirts? How do we get plastic doodads? How do we get, you know, how do we get all our packaging? How do we get our face masks? How do we get, you know, every single fucking thing is made in china at this point i think we would be completely fucked now i i'm still an anarchist i'm just giving you some pushback and wanting to get your opinion
1: well yeah i mean we got antibiotics made in china right now so that's um that's where we're at like we couldn't make our own medicine yeah so if we real like realistically we'd be a really easy country to defeat probably we they would just have to cut off the supply
0: dude that's what i'm saying we're so fat we're so like fat and dependent and we like we just had the big stick we bully everybody and we're like give us what we want fuck you
1: <laughs> yeah and that's the thing i feel like we have this idea that we have like, this really strong military and we can make some pretty decent holes in this earth but we can't Like we're not prepared to deal with propaganda techniques. Like militaries aren't going to just come in and just like hold us up at gunpoint. They're going to send in agents to subvert every institution we have. So when people see that, like when you see someone walking around with fifteen masks on and or whatever it is, that's just you find really great and are you like. All the woke politics that's driving a lot of people fucking baddie. That's the result of just years and years of propaganda being infiltrated into our system by people trying to subvert our country. Yeah. And we yeah. don't have a defense against that. And that's the defense that we need. We need to understand how like how that system works and people have to you need them a mental defense. Like it's not just I mean, you need a physical defense, but you also just need people. Need so, to what know would you say?
0: What would you say if I told you, like, you think about this? Like, what if the people in charge, the ones that, like, the Nancy Pelosi's or whoever the fuck, are when they're trying to crack down and censor the internet and they're trying to cut down on misinformation? What if this is part of that? They see uh, the foreign. Um, manipulation and trying to tear down uh tear down our institutions and tear down trust in government and you and i are probably just doing their work for them too uh and so maybe the more the the more patriotic thing is to uh stymie the first amendment in a world with the internet
1: okay so i have two thoughts on that number one just just what they choose choosing to censor and what they let go makes it really hard to believe that they have our best interest in heart. But I think that you could make a case that there would be a, a reason to censor. I've, and I've heard this from other people where they talk about censoring the internet so we can actually survive as a culture. But I think that that makes us more vulnerable long term because if people don't have, t- if people can't explore ideas and think about them, then all you have to do is kind of change the propaganda a little bit so it gets past the censors and people have no defense for it the only defense we all have against this is to be able to think ideas through so you have to like ask these really uncomfortable questions like well what's wrong with racism or what was wrong with slavery these things that just people take for granted like if you don't if you don't even ask that question, if you're afraid to ask these questions because they're super taboo, then people can sell you those realities because you have no actual defense against them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, you're right. I am just playing devil's advocate there. Uh, And it, it is funny, the things that they choose to allow and the things that they choose to censor because they do want to shut us off from other propaganda that they don't want us to hear, but they also want to fucking pump us full of their own.
1: Yeah. And when you start to see just what is being promoted in mainstream media, like, I mean, this is, but the only interview that Biden did was with Cody B that I could, like, <laughs> that was it. Uh, he also,
0: did it with, he, he also did it with, uh, uh, the god. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, the Oh yeah, yeah. Charlemagne. He also did it with Charlemagne the God. And that's where you get that if you ain't if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. You get that.
1: Yeah, yeah, not racist at all.
0: Yeah. No, it is funny. That was him pandering to black people. Yeah, the only two people that he did interviews with really were Cardi B and Charlemagne the God.
1: I don't know anything about Charlemagne the gods. I can't speak on his behalf, but um, but Connie He's, is a terrible fucking person. Like she, she, she's just self admitted to drug and men.
0: Like sounds like what a Democrat. It's not okay. <laughs> hey you sound like a sexist right now, Tony. That was really empowering, actually. And those men were pieces of shit. So she, that's girl power. <laughs>
1: Imagine like
0: you're just dude, people celebrate so, that. Yeah, just I mean like yeah, get it. People. Yeah, the, the, yeah, simultaneously we're all about but, consent. Yeah, me too, me too, and sexual assault survivors and at the same time. Yeah, they fucking celebrate her as like a fight to the patriarchy. How
1: <laughs> fucking psychotic <laughs> do you have to be to just drugs like that's a fucking level that you just... I'm sorry. I cannot fucking relate to that. You just lost me.
0: Yeah. No, she's nuts, dude. And her music is shit. And she's not attractive. And the whole thing is like... She's just like... I, oh, it's just gross. Now, again, that makes me sound like a boomer. But like... I, I'm going to sound like Ben Shapiro... Like, talking shit about WAP. But, God, it was gross, dude. <laughs> Her wet-ass pussy. I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, but, like, I don't
1: even care. Like, oh, fine. Like, th- if that's what it was, like, if that's as far as it would go, then i be like, okay, fine. But, like, if we, when you admit to actually drugging people and stealing from them, which, okay, they the like, stealing, is stealing, but... Like that's some seriously fucked up shit. Number one, like you could easily kill someone doing that. Like,
0: but I'm sure, dude, like it. It's it also shows you where our culture is at because it is celebrated and people look at her like a folk hero because of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you young to girls are
0: that. like, yes, yeah, she could be, she could be VP, dude. Like we yeah, could mean, have, oh. Or she could be Mrs. President. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Like, it would actually make more sense to have Ben Shapiro interview a former, like, you know, he has this huge political show.
0: Like, yeah. Well, that would just never fucking happen because he'd actually ask some questions and hold his feet to the fire. But he wouldn't ask the questions that you and I would ask because Ben Shapiro is also fucking bot sold and paid for it.
1: Yeah, but at least it's, like, his world, and I can, um, like, in a, in a more sane world, like, that would be the type of person that would be asking you questions, especially because <laughs> yeah, we're you're kind right. of apolitical by <laughs> di- nature, I think, where he is very much in the political sphere.
0: Yeah, you're right. No, that would make a lot more sense that he would do the interviewing, or, I mean, basically anyone else. Anyone else. <laughs> Uh. That's fucking funny uh, let me see here I'm looking at some uh, I'm looking at some stupid stuff here I'm looking at my I'm li- I'm looking at uh, media monarchy I don't know if you've read or started listening to that at all it's a podcast um, I'm looking through some of their show notes and one of the funny ones. I was reading about was this is way off topic, but this one fucking cracked me up. Woman arrested for forcing Dogecoin millionaire to ejaculate inside her at gunpoint.
1: That's a lot of pressure.
0: (laughs) Dude, it's fucking funny. You want me to read this real fast? Sure. Just for some levity. So this happened in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Her name is Jennifer Garcia. A 25-year-old woman allegedly forced a 21-year-old Tinder date to ejaculate inside of her vaginal cavity in hopes of conceiving. Says so a Tinder date that started as a simple hookup ended up as a sperm robbery after Thomas Martinez, a Dogecoin millionaire, showed Garcia his cryptocurrency wallet. So that was, a, that was a problem. After engaging in sexual intercourse, Garcia then convinced Martinez to have unprotected sex with her, stating that the condom was irritating her skin. She told him uh, to pull out if he was scared of getting her pregnant. He says, "I think she knew I think she knows that I was about to pull out at any second because she told me to slow down." And then she reached for a pistol under her mattress and pointed it at my head. And told me to come inside her like God intended. <laughs> Thomas said that uh, she was joke. Oh, he thought that she was joking until uh, she showed she showed that the gun was loaded, and she told him that she wants to have a baby and called him Dogecoin Poppy. <laughs> dude, how- dude! When I listened to this, I was pissing myself laughing. <laughs> This is Dogecoin Poppy. Come inside me, like God intended. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> a terrified Thomas said that he was so scared it took him ten minutes to ejaculate with the gun on his head. He said, yeah, "I went to the yeah, to man. Well,
1: she doesn't know how this shit works. I mean, it's um, I don't, I don't, I, I've never had a gun pull on me, but I'm not. I, I'd imagine that I wouldn't necessarily. Oh, maybe." Maybe it might heighten those urges. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you might just blast as soon as you see the gun. You're like, Yeah, God yes, damn. okay,
1: this is it, you know?
0: Call me Poppy one more time.
1: <laughs> and I mean, okay, you're going to give the kid like a normal name too with that kind of origin story. Like, someday he's going to be like, Hey, mom, why am I uh, named Dogecoin Poppy or whatever?
0: Yeah, dude, that's fucking amazing. That just. Uh, oh, God damn! There's that's some
1: whack jobs out there, man. There's some fucking wacky people.
0: <laughs> I don't like. How did she think that that was gonna go? Okay, so now he comes inside you and you're pregnant. And then what? How are you gonna get those Doge coins? First of all, second, how are like just the whole thing? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, people, it's great.
1: Yeah, I mean, nine months. Be completely dead.
0: Uh, it basically is, isn't it? Like, I, I don't know if you've been looking at crypto at all, but it's been fucking like circling the toilets after Elon Musk said that they weren't going to accept Bitcoin anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll kind of will go up and down for a while, but I bought a bunch though.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you can definitely buy the dip, and that's probably what Elon Musk was doing. You know what I mean? He was like, no, we're not going to do that anymore. And he watches it tank, and he's like, okay, buy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Elon Musk isn't stupid. It'll go back up.
1: Well, you know, a, a year ago, I mean, I don't know about Dogecoin, but Bitcoin it was $10,000, so it went up a lot. So it's kind of correct in itself. But I don't see, like, people are going to need to do something. And I don't know whether it's going to be Bitcoin. It probably will not be Dogecoin. There's, like, no market cap for Dogecoin, so it doesn't work as money. But I made money off of it, so I'm happy, but...
0: Off Dogecoin?
1: Yeah, there's no market, like, there's no, like, limit to how (laughs) much Dogecoin will be printed out, so...
0: I had, yeah, I had a buddy that, like, bought in... Like a long time ago, and I don't think he made a hell of a lot of money, but I think he like I think he bought like a hundred and fifty dollars worth of it, and so he just had a bunch. And I think he made like ten grand, dude. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good, dude.
1: For something yeah. that probably took ten minutes to do.
0: Well, yeah, no, he bought it like years ago and just kind of forgot about it. And then like as sort of the joke, he like bought 150 bucks and just put it in there. And then Dogecoin just went up and he was like, Holy shit. <laughs> you,
1: you know how many people bought Dogecoin way back as a joke and they have no idea how to get it?
0: Yeah, I'm sure, dude. There are I'm people sure. out there who bought like
1: fifty hundred dollars worth of dogecoin on a fucking lock. And they, they realize that, but they don't know what the fuck password they had.
0: Yeah, dude. No, I do. I I know a couple of people. They were like, dude, I have like four bitcoins, but I have no idea how to log in. Like, I forgot all those passwords. <laughs> and I'm like, that sucks. Because you'd have some fucking money right now. If you yeah. had four bit four bitcoins, I don't know how where it's at right now, but that'd almost be like two hundred thousand dollars.
1: It'd be about one hundred and twenty or so. So yeah, one
0: hundred twenty right now. Okay, dude. But
1: but also it it'll probably go up. I mean I don't think it's gonna go down too much.
0: Well, it's not gonna do them any good because they fucking forgot their their <laughs> their password, so they're screwed. Well,
1: that's a lesson to you. That's a lesson. I I've, I've forgotten a lot of passwords to a lot of things, but Bitcoin is um that's fucking. It's not a bank, man. You can't just go to somebody and be like, "Hey, I got my password reset."
0: I've got a. I've got another article here to read that I thought was pretty interesting. This is a summer camp for Jewish boys. Yeah. Uh, plans to bar those with COVID vaccinations. So really? they want to have a completely vax-free summer camp. So this is in a New York sleepaway camp for Jewish boys, plans to bar anyone who received the COVID-19 vaccine. And it says that Camp Haikon is what it's called. It says, which is planning. uh, So which is in the planning stages, wants to prepare Orthodox Jewish boys for unspecified uh, political, environmental, and economic. uh, Oh, Oh, to prepare Orthodox Jews boys for unspecified political, environmental, and economic changes to come, he says. But only campers and staffers who shun the vaccine can attend. That's fucking awesome, he says. Because of all kinds of, de- of demographic that I'm drawing from, most people who are coming will not have taken the vaccine. Uh, Naftali Schwartz said, and the camp organizer who is from Brooklyn and describes himself as a veteran yeshiva teacher and he told the outlet he says that the JTA also noted a strong anti-vaccination sentiment among other uh, orthodox Jews uh, Jewish neighborhoods in Brooklyn where protesters have gone up gone up in recent days and they're saying that with misleading information about the shot blah 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 but dude how fucking cool is that
1: well, I got mixed feelings on that because I think that there is concerns with Shadden, but I also feel that all of this division isn't helpful either. So it's, I don't know, it's too early to tell whether or not that's going to be good or not. Like I, Like, I don't think that the answer is just to be in two worlds and then get to a point where we fight each other.
0: Well, I think that's going to happen, dude. Yeah, probably. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'm reading more about it. Um, Dude, I don't know. It sounds cool. We should go work for this summer camp, Tony. (laughs) I'll be a cook and you can be a counselor. and We probably make some money.
1: I mean, mean, it's definitely happening. I've known people now who are kind of isolating themselves from vaccinated people. Which is really interesting because I do feel like a lot of the people who are getting vaccinated feel a pressure to do so. Like, it's almost like, I don't think a lot of them realize that there's a lot of contentious opinion on this. and I think that a lot of them are really glossing over what, what like the opposition is. I think people have this idea of like, oh, you're just this rube who doesn't believe in science without really taking time to understand a perspective that should be shared yeah have you seen the um have you seen like people getting fisa tattoos and johnson johnson tattoos
0: yeah man i i i fucking made a a tweet about this a long time ago it was like it's like when the cattle uh (laughs) brands themselves (laughs) (laughs) exactly dude that's what it is it's fucking wild
1: it's such a search for like it's like it's such a misplaced like identity like it doesn't like it just doesn't mean anything it's just I don't know it's 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 so desperate it's I wasn't expecting it, I wasn't expecting like to see people get tattoos, but people are putting so much <laughs> meaning into this
0: well they put their identities into it it's like this partisan thing and it's but partisanship has just become a religious thing you know what i'm saying like i went
1: a friend of mine was having this dance walk downtown which is just basically like she wanted to get a radio going and just a bunch of people dressed up pretty flamboyantly and just walk around kind of dancing so I was like, okay, I'll do that. And, like, me and 10 other people went. This is in Portland. You know, we're in the hotter darkness. And people were really receptive to it. People were just really about, like, you could see people just, like, give us thumbs up and being like, yeah. Like, and I don't think that they knew what we were doing or nothing, but people just
0: feel like well, so they were fun. afraid that you guys were just gay people. And that they had, like, they thought you guys were doing, like, a pride thing. And they had to say, that's awesome. Like, they didn't realize that you guys were anti-maskers. Because well, if you guys were dancing like that, and you're like, fuck the max, fuck, or, fuck the mask, fuck the Vax, uh, then they would have came and hit you with bike locks.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I, I think the intention wasn't, like, to draw a division. It's just kind of like, hey, we're all in this together. Let's have some fun. But there's this one woman who was on this little motorized electric scooter, one of those Razor scooters. Uh-huh. She was wearing like this hat, a winter jacket. It's seventy out here. It was really warm. She's got the N95. And she was just following us around. And going up to people, going, they're not vaccinated. They're not vaccinated. I don't know how she knew this. We didn't advertise anything. Like, like, people could have thought that we were celebrating, we got the vaccine. Like, who knows? But it was so funny because she followed us around for about 20, 30 blocks.
0: Tony, you still there? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I missed you. Uh, That's funny. Uh that's funny. Well, dude, you're in some good shape, Tony. I don't think I could dance for 20, 30 bucks.
1: Uh, just like we were just like <laughs> walking around. It was pretty fun. It was just it was just to kind of see what would happen though because I was expecting like a lot of pushback. but people were really just I, I think there's a lot of people who they don't really know what's going on one way or the other. But they just want this fucking thing to be over. They don't care. They're not invested in anything. And I think that's really healthy. I think it's really good for just people to be like, we just want to get back to some kind of normal. We don't want to be inside forever. And people are just being bullied into this shit.
0: Yeah. No, they are. For sure. Um, I was going to read you another article that I found. That Dude, when I read this, I Fucking literally pissed myself. Yeah. Um, so, do you you remember? Uh, give me one second here. Uh, okay, so you remember uh, the horn boy? I I don't know how to uh, <laughs> describe no. him better than that. a horn boy that was on uh, January sixth. Oh, oh, the Q shaman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Q shaman. Yeah. Uh Q and On shaman. Yeah, there you go. He his attorney, so he's like in court right now, right? Did you did you hear about this? Um, his his attorney, his attorney's defense, he came out and said, "Dude, oh my god. I'm trying to find it right now. I'm trying to find the
1: Oh, is this when he was, like, he? his defense was he was radicalized by Fox News?
0: No. Better. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, come on. Where is this article? Hmm. Let me see. This is, oh, I found it? Okay, here it is. Lawyer of QAnon Shaman. So, This is from Global News. Lawyer of QAnon Shaman says that Capitol Hill or U.S. Capitol Hill rioters had brain damage. (laughs) He's blaming it on this. He says a defense lawyer for the so-called QAnon Shaman has refused to apologize for describing the U.S. Capitol rioters as people with brain damage. And an expletive-filled tirade that blamed uh, President Trump for leading them astray. It says, uh, where is it? Oh man, where'd it go? Okay, there we go. So attorney uh, so attorney Albert Watkins blasted his own client, Jacob Chansley. That's that's Hornboy. And the others that were at the Capitol Hill. In the Talking Points Memo article on Tuesday, Watkins argued that Trump had duped his clients and others into joining the attack with a constant stream of lies, including his false claims about the election fraud. He also suggested that Chansley and other rioters were vulnerable to Trump's falsehoods because of alleged mental disabilities. He said, "A lot of these defendants, they're all fucking short bus people," Watkins said. These people with brain damage, they're fucking retarded. They're on the goddamn spectrum. (laughs) He said Watkins went on to say that rioters weren't bad people, but they had been brainwashed by Trump's propaganda. The likes that uh, has not been seen since fucking Hitler. Dude, I laughed so goddamn hard. (laughs) They're fucking short bus people. They're They're fucking retarded and on the goddamn spectrum. This is the lawyer. This is his defense.
1: (laughs) That's a rough lawyer. I mean, okay, so there's a couple of things. Like, number one, I don't think it's a really good idea to set yourself up like that long term, especially given the political environment, because once, like, the eugenics programs take off, like, you're just on the chopping block. You already established that. But then also, there's a certain amount of like, okay, like if you're really that invested in all of this, there's probably, you have probably been manipulated to some degree. I don't think it's an intelligent thing though. I mean, maybe a spectrum thing. I think that maybe like there's a, uh, there's some stuff that, I mean, and I think that like, if you just go into like a protest, just to go to a protest or whatever, like that's fine. There's nothing necessarily nefarious about that. Like, like, people have to be able to like, go to protests in this country. I don't think – for the most part, I don't think they do much, but
0: – No, they don't. They control them so well. No, I. so my thoughts on this are, like, he's not wrong. Like, <laughs> I, I do think about, like, the QAnon folks that, like, I know some of the people that – Got really deep into QAnon, and I'm not calling them spectrumy or fucking retards or short buzz people. But what what I would say is like they're typically like, um, socially awkward, um, a little fucking strange. They're not stupid. In fact, some of them are pretty smart. So maybe they are on the fucking spectrum. Uh, Some of them are like, um, white like poor people that like are sick of being told they're racist and are, you you know what I mean? Just kind of like the social outcasts and they find they're looking for some sort of like brotherhood or solidarity or uh, being part of a group. And then they hear about QAnon and they hear about Donald Trump and they're actually really good people and they're on to something and it's fun and it's exciting and we're going to get the pedophile Democrats and, so, does he have a point? Are some of them are a little fucking weird? A little fucking probably spectrum me, and a little, you know, whatever? Yes. I just thought it was the funniest goddamn thing. This is the fucking court defense. I was like, holy shit. I was like, if this works, I'm going to use this for everything. If I ever get arrested, I'm a goddamn short bus retard.
1: Well, okay, so I think that this isn't about I don't think it's necessarily about a defense, though, because I I don't think the prosecution really gives a shit whether or not, like, Hornboy goes to jail or not. Like, that's not the issue. Like, they're they're not an actual threat to national security. But what they do is they want to tarnish this movement as much as possible. And, like, whatever you think about it, I, I don't feel like it's fair to basically just go, like, this was... These people were all just manipulated spectrumy people. And I am cynical about that because I feel like just no matter what you believe, like, people need to be able to associate and do whatever they need to do. And for the most part, it didn't seem that violent to me. So I, I yeah, I think that that, I feel like it, the defense is kind of a psyops to get everyone to be like, oh, yeah, those people were. Um, you know, manipulated, they were stupid, whatever, legally. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like so it's yeah, like it becomes a legal reality.
0: Well, it's a weird thing with the psyop because it's going both ways. Because simultaneously, they're telling you maybe that those people are so stupid and they were doing something dumb. And, but at the same time, they're trying to tell you that this is like, this was like the worst travesty that happens since 9 11 and that democracy. Almost fell, uh, you know what I mean? They're trying to make this like the worst, craziest thing that ever happened. Ever, it's Yeah, a weird. I we know
1: it's kind of a psyopsis when they want they, they attack you from both ends, and it's like, yeah, like, one of these things cancels out the other, so it has to be one or the other, but it doesn't have to be. They just want you, they, they just realize like this pulls well with one group of people, and this other thing works well with other groups of people, and it, we're just concerned with the results
0: yeah Uh, well tony you want to talk about what's happening in our neck of the woods so what i was looking at some of the things that i was looking at were like this was the day before it was announced they were talking about how they were going to get everybody vaccinated and i i thought this was creepy as fuck There was a quote that I was finding in here. Um, The cops after you, buddy. I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. I was finding this quote. This was. uh, Well, anyways, this was basically about, so how can uh, Oregon increase their vaccinations? Free beer, gift cards, one million dollar lottery, or mandatory shots. And uh, where was this quote? Yeah,
1: we're going with the passport. It looks like.
0: Uh, it does look like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here it is. So Boyle, he uh, he's one of the guys who said. Boyle also said that the state is sending its first. Um, okay. So it says Boyles also said that the state is sending the first half of the 25 million of federal coronavirus or relief money to counties across the state to help pay for the vaccine rollout in a variety of ways. everything from implementing plans to increase the percentage of Latino and black populations that have been immunized to help using the money for incentives, such as gift cards, free food, outright cash. The grants are based on the population size, which include 2.2 million for Calakamas County, 3.2 million for Washington County—that's where I live—4.2 uh, million for Multnomah County—that's where you live—to spend it however they please, and the state encourages them to get creative. Oh, it's pretty okay. interesting. That so uh, like i've heard across washington they're gonna start this thing called joints for jabs so they'll give you a fucking oh like a fucking weed joint if you'll get a jab they're also giving away free beers and so this was before they offered the lottery and now they have done that that's a thing now did you hear about that
1: who is this appealing to like this just has a like don't take candy from strangers vibe all over like <laughs> i feel like i feel like if you're an adult and you're still like if this sounds good to you like you probably would have gotten kidnapped as a kid
0: well dude I, my quote on that was i said uh, for fuck's sake only the lowest common denominator is going to fall for this it seems like their target audience and that that's true dude they're like jesus dude Well, that's really
1: it doesn't like i get where they're trying to do this but it seems like such a bad like rollout of this like that that doesn't appeal to i mean i'm sure a lot of i'm sure there's some guy who got jabbed 15 times today just to get beer
0: (laughs) (laughs) because i mean why wouldn't yeah yeah like no i haven't got it yet give me a fucking another jab i need a joint
1: Yeah, yeah, like I'm sure there's a couple of people out there like that who are screwing up the numbers, but thank God, man, they're doing the Lord's work. But I, I don't understand, like, like that doesn't make me want to take your job. Like the idea that I could get a free joint, like, are you like I I could get a joint for fucking two dollars? Like that's not a fucking that's not a fucking thing. Like,
0: I got a buddy on Facebook that uh, posted. So so uh, the next article that came out uh, was how to enter Oregon's $1 million vaccine lottery. So this happened, and then my buddy posted this underneath it. He says, ladies, and then quotes, he says, and gents too, I guess. If you let me penetrate you and shoot my liquids all up in your insides, you'll be entered <laughs> uh, into a chance to win a million dollars. He's just... Please just let me put my genetic material in you. It's just a little prick. You won't even feel sick afterwards. Or even if you feel sick afterwards, it'll be worth it. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so he got kicked off of Facebook for 30 days for that. But I just god said, yeah. damn, that was funny. God damn, that was funny. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard.
1: <laughs> I know where to get a good Tinder date. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> just let me penetrate you and shoot you with my liquids.
1: <laughs> just let me get my Kevlar, condom and yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> my gen- my genetic material in you—it's just a little prick. Uh oh, well, fuck! Com-
1: completely, completely. There is that fucking creepy <sighs> vibe to this. Like that. This is like. At the beginning of this, I was just kind of like, okay, like, you know, I'm not really an at-risk person. I'm healthy enough. Like, COVID's not going to kill me. I'm not going to take some experimental vaccine. (laughs) But I also wasn't, like, super creeped out by it. I was just like, okay, like, this this is probably going to not be a good thing. I can see where, like, people are going to have problems with this. But now there's just, like, this extra layer of creep where they want you to get it. Like, have a beer. Yeah have some joints like are you fucking kidding me like here's a
0: million dollars
1: (laughs) oh a chance to win a million dollars like yeah no
0: there's more though than that so there's oh fuck what were the other prizes so one of them i can click on it let me see i have the article pulled up here but it's like um here we go so what so i one person could win a million but let's see here One person could win a million, uh, then, okay. So there are several prizes ranging from 10,000 to 1 million. And, uh, so here we go. Oregon lottery rules don't allow blah, 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 blah. So anyways, if you're, if you're a kid, so it says five winners will receive a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, so, okay. So this is for the kids, because they're trying to get kids to get this too. So he says, uh, there's a Q and a, what if I'm under 18? And the answer is Oregon lottery rules do not allow anyone under 18 to participate in such cash drawings, but a special drawing will be held for children 12 to 17 who are Oregon residents and have had at least one shot. Five winners will receive $100,000 contribution to their Oregon College Savings Plan accounts in their name. And it can be used for trade schools and some other bullshit.
1: What a bullshit prize.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Especially if they're going to make fucking school free here pretty soon.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's... They're doing anything they can, dude. Just uh, so one lucky Oregonian from each county, so thirty-six people will win ten thousand dollars.
1: Dude, this is so fucking bizarre. Like, they, <laughs> they, you know, like if this was really good, they wouldn't need to do this. Like, this is no. Like, like you don't sell anything like this. You cannot give this away for free, and now you have to bribe But Like, there's a reason why people are not. I mean, I a hope that they're desperate and people aren't just fucking taking it. I think the numbers are inflated. I think that far less people have taken it. So,
0: yeah, I I hope so. I'm hopeful that that's true.
1: I mean, they're trying is- to say
0: like 65% of Oregon already. Ha- has taken at least one.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. Noma County is kind of daft. So I could...
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're
1: we're in some weird lands where people... People want to abolish the state as like this racist, horrendous, genocidal institution, but... Man, if you don't trust the vaccine, then you're an idiot.
0: You know, the other thing that I want to talk about is um, dude, there are like 30 million plus I think, like I, I have to look at the numbers again, but it's several million people that are six months plus behind on their rent and the CDC, I don't, how the fuck does anyone get off saying that the CDC has the right to tell people that they weren't that they didn't have to pay rent in the first place. I was like, what? Like, when you, do you know that that was the case that the rent freeze was announced by the CDC? The CDC ruled on that. That doesn't seem like a real thing. No, but that's what happened. And so this, for some reason, the center for disease control got into the real estate game and (laughs) started telling people, no, it's cool. You don't have to pay rent. And, they put fucking freezes on rent i guess but dude what's gonna happen because like they just got ruled that like that the cdc isn't allowed to say that so what the fuck's gonna happen dude do you know like okay so we're already talking about maybe perhaps food shortages and we're already talking about like uh like supply shortages and we're already talking about like the dollar deflating or I mean, inflating like a son of a bitch and just crashing in value. And, and what the fuck is going to happen when, uh, what is 30 million? Is that, that's not 10% of the population, right? I'm fucking crazy, but, but I mean, uh, we just almost, did
1: a census, but yeah, yeah, that. I mean,
0: it's a huge fucking chunk, dude. What happens when they can't pay their rent or their mortgage? We're gonna have a homeless crisis like nobody's fucking business.
1: Yeah, okay, so okay, the ba- my battery's about to crash out in about okay ten minutes or so. But yeah, I, I I I do I do have a lot of hope for this. I don't want to necessarily on a downer. I mean, I think all of this <laughs> stuff is happening, but I also think that we have the power to just. Create communities, create trade with each other. I mean, we we have to. I mean, if we don't do it, we're so fucked. Like that's this is all the reality that's happening. If we don't engage with this system and put our own energies into it, um, like we were just at Squatch Fest and just just seeing people do stuff together, I was like, I was remarked by it just one of the things I think that. When we're together, we just have to start doing stuff productively. I mean, we can still have fun, we can still do other stuff. But if you got a gathering of people, put them to work, get them doing something, or do something so, like teach skills, um, network with people. Because if not, that is a fucking reality right there. So, yeah, man.
0: I see you and I are talking about, yes, you guys, we're talking about the downers and things, but. Yes, let's white pill our audience now. Like, I thought it was awesome uh, learning about, uh, like when Miguel was showing us about uh, the hydroponic, like indoor growing of a garden. Like this, so this is all like uh, Spirico stuff. So we can definitely maybe push that. Go to Spirico's website and learn how to grow vegetables inside your house. Because if the gardens, if, like, the farms are really going to fuck us like that, we're going to have to start growing some food. Because, like, Miguel doesn't live on a big chunk of property. He can't grow a garden, like, a traditional garden. But he's got a little bit of balcony. And he's, because he lives, like, in a condo. And he put a chunk of his house. He said, I'm going to donate, or, like, I'm going to, like, make this part uh, a hydroponic garden. And he did. And now he has, he has like kale and lettuce and all kinds of shit going. And like, so it can be done. We have time right now, right now. Like if we act today, if we don't sleep on this, if we start being proactive while it's still comfortable, I can still go to Winco and buy some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we can still buy some vegetables, fruits, whatever meat, like, so that's great act now while it's still comfortable before people start freaking the fuck out because they're going to buy seeds right now, get soil, figure out like all that kind of bullshit. Like I'm not smart enough to tell you what to buy, but Spirico is Jack Spirico is, is go to his fucking website, start growing some food.
1: All right. I think that's a good place. Good advice. (laughs)
0: all right brother uh good talking to you Uh, i'll talk to you next week
1: all right oh i'm going camping next week so do you want to do it friday instead let's
0: do it friday let's make it happen
1: okay all right my friend
0: take care enjoy camping thank you all right bye